from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. A one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question I'll inform you about. Like, you're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. Okay, okay. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Here you go. Help! It's a uh, Thursday, Thursday edition of the Taz Show. And I hope uh, you guys are all having a great day. Good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is you're doing. If you're listening live, thanks at TazShow.com. Or you're listening to an on-demand version of the show, hence why I have to cover evening, mornings, afternoons, or whatever the hell you people are doing right now as you're listening or watching me. Whatever it is, I appreciate it. If you're listening as I said, live at TazShow.com or watching live there. Thanks. Appreciate that. Or maybe the on-demand audio. Play it. Spotify. Tune in. Or the ever-famous iTunes. It's very nice of you guys. Thanks. Maybe a video on demand's rolling. Maybe you're doing that, the VOD. I don't know. Also, if you want to call the show, you can do it. It's a very easy thing to do. Attention hotline fans. 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. So, obviously, the World Series went down. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Game 7 was a big deal. It was a great game. And I'll get to that in a second or two. I'm going to talk some uh, NXT. I got a chance to watch the whole NXT. Unfortunately, I did not get a chance. I'm mad at myself because baseball did it to me. I didn't get a chance to watch Lucha Underground. So, so that, I'm a big Lucha Underground fan, as you guys know. And I'm pissed at myself I didn't get a chance to do that. But it's okay. I'll get over it. I will get over it. So, um... But, uh, oh, also, some house cleaning business. Oh, also some house cleaning, I should say. Tomorrow, special guest on the show. Oh, yes. The lovely and beautiful, yes, the one and only Christy Hemi will be live via the phone right here on the Taz Show. Christy will be jumping on here, so uh, we'll talk with all those watching the video. You can see the graphic right there of Christy Hemi. So looking forward to catching up with Christy. That will be great. Uh, so I guess I just get right into this World Series. I got to talk about it uh, because everybody's talking about it. And that, that, I'm not a follower. It's not like, well, Taz, everybody's talking about it, so you got to talk about it. Well, uh, You're going to set a new trend this morning. I'm going to. That's right. This moment, you mean. I'm going to set. This moment. Yeah. I stand corrected. He's only been on the show nine months, the guy. And he still hasn't gotten it right, but he'll get it. Next week, he's gone, so we won't care. <laughs> Uh, also, before I talk about the World Series, uh, later on I'm going to talk about, in a little while, about there's a lot of different news in wrestling, and I, I want to discuss a lot of it. I want to discuss Hulk Hogan, uh, just got a ton of money. I want to discuss uh, WWE's got a new show, a live show they're doing, I'm going to discuss that. I'm going to discuss WWE.com uh, and their boo-boo, poo-poo, mistake cake, <laughs> yeah-yeah, that they did yesterday. And they wouldn't do that if they had the right guy working for them still. Joey Jojo! But that's a whole nother story. Subtle. Uh, what else is that I want to talk about before I get into all that? Oh, The Undertaker's going to be wrestling again soon. We'll get into that. Well, at least making an appearance. Please. What are you, like, the executive producer of the show now? You're going to just correct me? Like, no, I'm the audio producer. Yeah. Yeah, you were. You're gone now. <laughs> You're done. I still got one more week. I hear you. All right, so uh, baseball. So the World Series. That's everywhere you go. Game 7, Chicago Cubs, Cleveland Indians. 
came down to the final gimmick schnabitz and i'll tell you what it was a great game i fell asleep it went to extra innings there was a rain delay in this thing there's a little bit of everything in this thing i didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing i conked out around the i don't know the eighth inning somewhere in that world seventh inning cubs are the world champions they were victorious eight to seven over the cleveland indians in 10 innings in the final game seven of the world series uh, Chicago Cubs won those series four to three and now the curse is gone I guess the Billy Goat Jones is done that the curse of the Billy Goat those that know what I'm talking about you do if you don't you don't really care I know you don't there was a Billy Goat involved a lamb and a possum you didn't hear about those two but that happened too they all walked into a bar they all went to a bar so uh basically the other thing that besides this great game there are two things that jumped out to me. One is the head coach, the manager of the Chicago Cubs, Joe Madden, no relation to John, that he almost blew the game, not once, but twice for them because he panicked like a rookie manager would. But wait a minute. He's not a rookie manager. This guy won a World Series with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Rays. I think with both. This guy's got a long history in the game with his eyeglasses. The Joe Madden running around like he's a freaking college professor. You're coaching baseball, bro. You look at him, look at Terry Francona, the manager of the Cleveland Indians. It was a great manager. Look at the difference between these two guys. You got Joe Madden sitting in there in the dugout, acting like he's fancy Dan Jones with his great vocabulary. He's very articulate. He knows English and, and the grammar of English. And all that. You're saying he has an impressive lexicon. He's got a great lexicon. His diner flow is awesome. His dictatron might be good. I don't know. But I know he speaks well. He speaks better than all these other coaches in all sports. All sports, not just baseball. And baseball, as we know, is an activity, but I don't want to start splitting hairs. Well, Joe Madden, he Joe Madden, he acts like he's just hot shot McGee. He's just sitting in there. He gets on his post-game interviews and he's just talking up a muck. No one likes a big mouth that's yapping all the time. Will you stop? Nobody. And that's what Joe Madden is. But he's above all of us. That's his attitude. Yeah, look, congratulations on winning. So you're saying he should be coaching the Bills? Yes, like Rex Ryan. Good point, sir. <laughs> I agree with that. Well, yeah, that was that. So I will tell you this much. If I'm picking a manager, if I'm a general manager, and I'm picking the manager, and I have a choice between Joe Madden and Terry Francona, who used to be the great skipper with the uh, Red Sox and now kicking ass with the with the Indians. I'm taking Francona. You know why? Because Terry Francona acts and looks like a baseball guy in the dugout. He's not wearing some stupid-ass glasses, acting like he's fancy Joe. He acknowledges it's an activity, right? He, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's sitting there. He's always chewing something. That's the key with baseball for players and, most importantly, the manager. And coaches, if they're chewing something, maybe it's a tobacco product. I'm not endorsing that, maybe. Or maybe it's sunflower seeds. Maybe it's gum. Terry Francona is constantly chewing something. There's got to be some spitting involved here, Well, right? I was going to get into the spitting. But the thing is, like, Terry Francona, and he's an expert chewer. And if you watch some of the players, all baseball players, even if not down in the high school level, these guys all know how to spit well. I'll get into that in a second, too. I'm going to cover the World Series a little different than everybody else. But Terry Francona, he chews, he will chew the out of a sunflower seed, bro. I'm telling you that right now. He will chew it up and spit the shells like a pro. 
because that's his release. He's panicking. That's the nervous thing. If he had a pack of cigarettes handy, he'd be puffing away. Puff, Puff Jones in there. In the dugout. They're nervous. These guys are nervous. Because they can't control what's going on. They're just a coach. They're just jobbers at the end of the day. But Terry Francona is the guy I take. Pussy acts and looks like a baseball guy. He's chewing on some type of an item. Not Joe Madden. Oh, no. He's got his glasses. He's got a focal. What do you call the thing? The eyeglass with the one. A monocle? A monocle. <laughs> he, he, he's, yeah, a top he's, hat. He doesn't even a, wear a baseball hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's got a top hat. He's Mr. Salty Peanuts. He's, he, he's, he's a salty guy. <laughs> he's salty. He's sitting there like he's just above the world. Holier than thou. And he's wearing a hoodie that says Chicago Cubs or and pinstripes or whatever the hell he's wearing. He shouldn't be wearing a baseball. He, I'll tell you this right now, you will not hear this anywhere else in the world, not just in the United States, in the world about the World Series and coaches. I'm on the record right now, and I guarantee you somebody hacks me. Terry Francona, oh, jeez. Joe Madden should be the first guy to manage a baseball team, and instead of wearing the baseball uniform, he should wear a complete tuxedo. That's right. Not even a suit, a tuxedo. But the guy looks like he just came from like some fancy dinner. The way he acts, well, you know, uh, we had a double steal on, and the uh, no. Then he started talking about the stock market, like yeah, dude, exactly. What does that have to do with the World Series? This is not how baseball guys talk. Real baseball guys don't act like that. They have very limited education, most of them, right out of the box. They they curse like the Dickens. You can have a fun day on Twitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> they spit and drool, you know, chew dip juice, everything. That's what I want in my coach. I want a guy who can't speak good English. I want a guy who doesn't have an Ivy League education. Can you GTS where this Joe Madden even went to school? Probably went to Oxford. Something fancy. Sick of him already. But congrats to Coach Madden on the victory. Now the general manager of the uh, Chicago Cubs, the Theo Webster, yes. Madden attended Lafayette College. Oh, interesting that he said that. Now, you are not familiar with Lafayette. I am. Hold on. Don't don't start reading. I go by my brain, sir. I don't need Google, okay? So Lafayette College is in Pennsylvania, okay? And it's actually, it's a Patriot League school. And it's a, a very high academic Patriot League school. It's probably one tiny notch under an ivy. And it's a very, they're very, uh, the Patriot League schools are very high academic schools. Lehigh, Lafayette, uh, Bucknell, uh, you know, Army, Navy, uh, uh, these are Patriot League schools too. Uh, what else am I saying? Loyola's a Patriot League school, Loyola, Maryland. So damn smart, it's unbelievable. I did not know he went to Lafayette. He played uh, baseball and football there, apparently. Oh, did he really? That's pretty awesome. That's great. No one cares. All right, so so anyway, uh, that's the deal. So the Joe Madden, okay, I didn't know he, I'm not shocked I should say that he went to Lafayette because that's a high academic school. And there's a good chance I'm never talking about this guy again on the show, ever. Matter of fact, I'm just going to take this out of the audio <laughs> on demand. <laughs> but now the big cheese there, Theo Epstein. You're familiar with this guy, right? Yeah, especially oh. after hearing... Uh... Oh, yeah, the GM, Potty Mount Jones. Potty Mount Jones. So he compared his victory as a general manager with the Boston Red Sox to what just went down last night in a post-game interview with the uh, Chicago Cubs. I think we have a soundbite. Uh, of a clip, and, and this will just give you an example of the joy and happiness in Chi-Town right now. This is Theo Epstein, <laughs> the GM of the Chicago Cubs. 
five outs away and you know Pedro stays in and we give it up and then lose him there and Boone like that's baseball you can never get to except people are texting me congrats I'm like you no way you know this is oh, you know, yeah. this is baseball anything can happen but to bounce back after that with with see now that's <laughs> how baseball people talk that's my point and that's Joe Madden's boss and he's dropping f-bombs on TV he's comparing what it was with the Red Sox Dropping F-bombs. That's what I want in my baseball people. I want cursing. I think you want that out of everyone in general. Yes. I don't want Joe Madden sitting there. Fancy Lafayette Jones. I don't want that. So, I would love to say they're not going to win because of him, but they obviously won the World Series. So, uh, congratulations to all the Cubs fans and the great people of Chicago. I've told the story. I, as a Mets fan, I've been to Chicago, went to a Mets-Cubs uh, game, me and the Michael Cole, the vintage one himself, and uh, and the people at Wrigley Field, the fans in Chicago, and I'm over there rocking a Mets hat because I don't fear anyone. I'm looking for confrontation. And you couldn't find any in Wrigley. These people are so nice in Chicago, and they're just happy that their team's going to basically kick your team's ass. And they buy you a beer while they're kicking your ass. That's how they, kind of how they are. But no, they're, they're, they're good people over there. Wow, a lot of people calling the show. Very interesting. Uh, a lot of people want to talk to me. Uh, it's very interesting. And no one, uh, seems like no one wants to talk about uh, baseball. Okay, interesting. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's great. That's really great. I don't understand that. I mean, how do you not want to, you know, talk about the, the World Series? I mean, uh, even people that are not from America uh, understand about the World Series. That's why it's the word world is in there. Why is the word world in there? Because what, there's Canadian teams and MLB? Is that why? There's a couple of them. Blue Jays, Expos, right? I mean, I don't know if the Expos have been around for a, it's been a while since the... Uh... What do you mean? What are you trying to say? No, the uh, Vancouver Club, the Vikings, Vancouver Vikings. <laughs> Vancouver. You don't know them? Oh, yeah, the Vancouver Vikings. They used to play... Uh, Weren't they the... They changed it to the Grizzlies, though, the, right? Oh, yeah, the Vancouver Grizzly Vikings. <laughs> yeah, they had a big feud with the uh, with the Tidewater Tides uh, in the minor league ball. Oh, yeah. That's excellent. it, yeah. Dude, it's, my audience mostly are wrestling fans. They'll believe everything I just said. They, they don't care about They're looking baseball. for Twitter accounts to go after now. <laughs> Vancouver Vikings. Interesting. You know? Like, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, uh, that's the deal. But uh, it was a fun World Series. Like I said, I didn't catch the whole thing, but it was great. One Chicago Cub fan spent close to $50,000, $46,000 on two box seats, two box seats tickets along the first baseline. What are you nuts? Let me tell you something right now. If I'm dropping 46 large thousand on any event, I'm not only, I don't only want to be in the dugout or on the sideline of the game. I, I need locker room access. I need a uniform. And I need a pay grade. I, something needs to happen. You got to be a complete mock idiot ass to do something like that. For what? No one cares that you went to the game. What, to bring your kid with you? It's a memory. It's stupid. Buy a hat. It's dumb. Man, they're going to love me in Chicago. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. I used to be over there, like Philly. No more. Those days are gone. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so, all right, well, there you go. That's the thing with the World Series. Congrats to all the people in Chicago and the Cup fans. That's great. Uh, so that's the deal on that. I'm going to talk some wrestling here. Right, right, get right into it. Uncomfortable Segway Jones. That's what I'm going to do, and uh, that's how it goes. Uh, first, I want to take a, one or two phone calls real here because I, I, the line, line's jamming up already. Hey, buddy, uh, from uh, Florida, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz. Good moment. How you doing? Good moment, sir. How are you? 
Good. Captain, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Good moment. What's up, pal? <laughs> you know, the captain leaving is kind of like when Goldberg came back the other week. <laughs> it kind of, it's kind of like so, that, but different, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kept showing that he was going to come at the end of every segment. Yep. Hook. And it's like I've been watching wrestling for 20 years, so I watched the entire thing hoping, oh, maybe the next one. Yeah, I and, hear you. That's kind of like the same thing here with the captain, right? He's been given notice uh, eight months, seven months, whatever it's been. Right. He announced it. I'm thinking, oh, three, four days. <laughs> like, man, this is out of hand. <laughs> it's getting crazy, yeah. He's yeah. gone next week, buddy. He's gone. And you guys are going to miss him. And then I'm going to, oh, I'm going to sit here and cry. And it's, people are going to be like, oh, my God, the show's going on. The captain's gone. <laughs> oh, no. No. My problem. Yeah, ride in on his horse and save the day. Who knows? Big Rob. It better be a big horse. What the hell? Anyway, so no, no. But we'll see. Rob, Rob we'll see if Rob makes it through the rain. He's gonna be here for a few weeks. And we'll mm. see. We'll see what happens, buddy. We don't know if he's gonna make it through twenty seventeen. Time will tell. We'll see. Uh he's gonna have to buy me a lot of munchkins, I'll tell you that. How can I help you, buddy? What's going on? I have a question slash comment about JBL. Okay. So I'm watching WWE Network, and I catch, like, the interview dealies he does with, like, the classic wrestlers. He you know had Sting. About. Sting was the one there yesterday, right? Because a replay of the Sting one are you talking about? Yeah, and they did, like, a Farouk one. Yeah. And, you know, guys he worked with pretty much from the Attitude Era. All tall guys. They're all tall. Yeah, they're all super tall. Right, I hate that. Right. <laughs> and he seems like a really nice guy. Who? But, you know, charming these guys, and he's very articulate. Why don't I see more of that? From the announcing, it seems like when they get him in that announce position, ever since he's ever been there, as far as I can tell, they've got that bully thing going with him. Yep. And it seems like he's got more range than that. He does That's have like- more range. That's a great observation, and you're not wrong. And, and it's because Vince McMahon is living vicariously through him. That's why. I mean, you know, that's a fact for me. Well, I shouldn't say it's a fact. It's my opinion and my professional opinion from working there with those men and and personally knowing JBL because JBL is not a bad guy at all. He's a good guy. Um, and and I, he really is. I've I've shared a lot of laughs with the guy. Wrestled with him, tagged with him, against him, everything. And and always a true pro. And you know, I I know he has that rep. You know, but but I I personally never had a problem with JBL, and only positive things I can tell you about JBL. So, um, but I think you're right, buddy. He he does have more range than than he's shown on, on Raw because they're not letting him really be him. They're letting him be this character, the JBL character, kind of mm-hmm. you saw when he wrestled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 it's like that's and and then with, with someone in his ear like Vince producing him, you know, it's the bully thing comes out. <laughs> that's how I see it. You know, uh, thank you, buddy, for calling from Florida. Man, I just realized something, Captain. What'd you realize? That last comment that I just made. Oof, that saying that Vince living vicariously, you know, through. Yeah, I think I just I just dawned on me. This could be a dun 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 moment. I think that oh boy, that's just, there's a good chance that comment is going to keep me out of the Hall of Fame. Yep, I'm afraid that might happen. What about the picture in the lobby in Stanford? Yes. Are you still going to get one of those? Well, no. That uh, the, there is one of Stone Cold Steve Austin, a big one. Rightfully so. I figured I'd share that. That's actually that. That was in, that's in the production. That's in the studio, in the lobby of the studio, which is very fancy. Not as fancy as the Titan Towers. That's fancy, Dan. I don't remember who's. In, I never used to go there. I avoided Titan Towers. Oh no no. 
I, I would go to Stanford every week and go to WWE headquarters, and I'd go right to the studio. Studio was fun. Titan Towers, not fun. So that's a shoot. Is that where you'd end up if you were in trouble? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If you, yeah. you go to principal's office, you go to the tower. You don't want to be called to the tower. So, yeah, I would avoid the tower. And they're only a couple of miles from each other. People don't realize. They all think that it's all in one building. You probably thought that. No, I didn't. I, I didn't think any of it. Oh, you don't think, think you of know. anything? I no, guess. Not, of that in that regard. No. Oh, just of nothing. You nothing. think basically? Yeah. You, you, you just said blank you don't slate. think. Blank slate. You just think. You said you just don't think. I, you said you don't think. I've never bothered thinking about that. You know why? Because you're mailing it in here on the show, and that's By why. Being honest. That's why I killed your mic the first couple of days because I knew this was going to happen. You're mailing in, and you're like, "No, I didn't think that," because you're trying to emasculate me, and cut my balls off. I was going to say, I never thought of the layout of WWE headquarters. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. You're giving up. You're giving up because you don't care anymore. I'm done with the tablets. I understand what's going on, Tom. That's fine. I'm telling you, how would you know? Yeah. You don't know. I don't. Anyway, yeah, so like I was telling you, the studio's not in the tower. <laughs> it's not. I'm just telling you. So it's a couple of miles away. I would think most fans think that it's in the tower. Wouldn't you? Put up a poll. It would make sense. I, I think we need a poll. I think, it's think you need a poll? <laughs> <laughs> Even though you gave away the answer? <laughs> oh, I'm just wondering, do people think that, you know what I mean? Like somebody is, you know, I don't know, running around the, you know, schmuck duck. I don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, I really, I, it's just, I don't know what people are thinking. Hey, uh, Jason in Chicago, you're on the uh, Taz Show. Good moment, Poppy Daruki. Oh, good moment, sir. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Ahoy, Captain Thanos. Ahoy. Hey, congratulations to your Cubbies. Uh, unless you're a White Sox fan, unless you don't care about baseball. What's your story? <laughs> I am a White Sox fan, but I was watching last night's game kind of on the edge of my seat. It was exciting. I'm a little surprised my city hasn't burnt down since last night. Oh, it will. But... Once the once the Cubs get in town this morning or today. When they, You guys got a parade going on, I'm sure, or something? Yeah, I haven't heard an exact date yet. I'm assuming it's going to be tomorrow or, yeah, on Friday. Maybe we should send uh, Handsome Johnny to that parade. <laughs> that might be he pretty would make good. A, he, he would make a great uh, center of it, the float. Yeah, just have him wear a Taz Show t-shirt and a hat. You know, ma- ma- that, buy a hat. That might be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'd fit in with all the other handsome players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so what's going on, dude? What do you want to talk about? Uh, for, first, uh, I was gonna uh, want to put you over and then uh, ask you a quick question about wrestling psychology. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, first, I, I did want to say, uh, Captain, I will uh, miss having you on the show. I, uh, you've been, you know, uh, fun to listen to. I almost and... thought you were gonna just say, Jason, that he's been an inspiration to you because I <laughs> no! was gonna say you need help, Jason. If that's well, the case. thank you, Jason. <laughs> well, my my beard has continued to grow as I listen to this ah, show, so anything's possible. I'm letting mine grow uh, in a little more. I don't know if you noticed, Jace. My beard's growing yeah. a little heavy. I'm going heavy, thick Jones for the winter. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to hack the captain. Uh, maybe not before the winter, but after, yes. No, you do it in the winter so the face don't get cold. I got a very sensitive skin. Please, sir, if there's a point, can you get to it, Jason? You're getting on my nerves, sir. I apologize, sir. Um, So, uh, basically, since I've started listening to Tasha, my life has changed. First, uh, a few weeks ago, I was riding past two jobbers on my bike. (laughs) And they were making out uh, on a street corner. Oh, really? So as I, yeah, as I passed them, I was like, "Make out, Jones!" <laughs> and, and then I pedaled faster so they wouldn't catch me. Um, 
<laughs> now that's inspiration by yours truly. Okay, that's a good story. Yeah. Sto- and, and what else is how else? I mean, you know. What- the one other moment I was going to bring up was uh, a few a while back. You <laughs> talked about how you like to troll her uh, when the like a Comcast guy would call and trying to recruit you for oh, yeah. uh, their product. Oh yeah, yeah. When people yeah. call call my cell phone that they were trying to. Oh yeah, yeah. I go crazy. I love it. I stay on the phone with them. Yep. Yeah, and I got a phone call from a guy who was like, "Oh, we got warning signs from your computer. We want to check on it." And oh, I'm like, "Uh huh." So, perfect. So yep. I took your advice. Yeah. Oh yeah, you play with them. Have stand oh, yeah. them forever. Give them some fake yeah, IP good. number. Uh, your, your, I mean, uh, you know, if your computer. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my number, sir. I don't know. Give them your credit card. Obviously, don't give them the real one. You just effort them as much as possible. I'm glad that I could inspire you like this. Yes, yes, I, I thank you very much. Yes. Now my question is: so I was at the sh- uh, last show they ran in Chicago where they had Brock Lesnar and versus Orton. Uh, it was a great moment when uh, he came out, but uh, but when. My question is regarding a different match where uh, – am I allowed to use uh, inside baseball terminology? Uh, just be, be very careful with it, but yes, you can. Of course. Uh, so you had the baby face and the heel, uh, heel champion. Yes. And so at one point the heel left the ring, took a powder, was heading back up the ramp as if he was going to take the uh, count-out victory. Right. And then the ba- uh, baby face got out of the ring, started to chase him, got halfway up the ramp, hit him. And then the uh, heel started to come back towards the ring, and I saw that, and I was like, "Wouldn't shouldn't the babyface grab the heel and drag them back towards the ring? Why would after getting hit, the heel want to go back towards the ring?" Instead of using the inside terms, can you just name the wrestlers? It was a Brock. And, oh, who are you talking about here? Brock and, and... no, no, it, it was uh, Roman and Rusev. Okay, so, so Rusev. Ru- tell me again, what happened in the hour now? Rusev hit. Say it again. Who hit who? Of course. Uh, so Rusev was the champion. He had left the ring. He was heading back up the aisles if he was going to take the... Right, right. He's taking the, the He's getting out of here. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so Roman came up. He hit him. And then when I, I thought Roman should have dragged him back towards the ring, Rusev just started walking back towards the ring after he got hit. Well, was when when Rusev was getting hit, walking back to the ring, was, was Roman continuing to hit him from behind, like hitting him towards getting back towards the ring? Uh, you know, it seemed like he may have started to do that after, but the initial hit, yeah. uh, Rusev did uh, just kind of stumble towards the ring. That's yeah, that's that's walking. how you work. It's part of the how you do it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Jace. Um, actually, that's fine. I mean, I, I wasn't there, so I didn't see it. But the way you describe it, thank you for calling, Jason. There's really nothing wrong with that. It's sometimes you, as a heel, you sell back. It's just call it sell back towards the ring. You sell back, and and as the babyface hits you once or twice, you can in your cell head back towards where the match has to continue in the ring. You know, so I don't see a you know a huge uh, huge problem with that at all. Hey, so uh, check it out, right? So there's this new uh, new WWE show they're doing here uh, called uh, 205 Live, which I love the name. It's for the cruiserweights. WWE announced a new upcoming live weekly show on WWE Network called 205 Live. Uh, the, the show will feature superstars that will be 205 pounds and under, including Raw's Cruiserweight division. Uh, so that, that'll be in that gimmick. It'll premiere or kick off on Tuesday, November 29th of this year, 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so that's right after SmackDown. Great way to crossover sell people to the network, from the USA Network, into the WWE Network. Look, WWE, as usual, great job on how to how to put shows together, segue, cross-promote, build numbers, build your network. Very smart. I applaud you for that. 
Great stuff. I also love the name. I love the title, 205 Live. Love it. Love it. I also, I know we got to go to break soon here, and I'll continue talking about this on the other side of the break, but I love the name 205 Live. I, I'm a fan of, like most fans of, of, of the uh, Cruiserweights. So that's all good. I like that it's you're, you're, you're kind of trying to grab people for three hours on Tuesday like you do on Monday. So you're going to segue them to the network for that third hour. Like, so Raw's three hours on uh, the USA gimmick, and then SmackDown's two hours on USA. Now we get another hour. Let's get into the network. And look, you're, you know, I love all of that. I do. I think it's great. I think the idea, the concept, everything is awesome. I'm going to go to break right now. On the other side of break, I'm going to tell you what sucks about it and what's bad about it because I'm trying my best to stay out of the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> Be right back, Tasha. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so, I'm looking at Twitter and some of the stuff we're talking about with uh, some of the stuff that was in the news yesterday, by the way. But before I talk about this 205 Live thing with WWE, a little bit more about that, I'll tell you what I don't like about it. About the Hulkster. Hulk Hogan just settling with Gawker. Is it $31 million? I think that's it, right? Yeah, it's 31. The original uh, ruling was for something like $140 million, but that was more than what Gawker's mm. worth, I think. Well, if the taxes, Hulk will end up with about $300,000. Uh, welcome to America, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, no, no. But look, I mean, hey, you know what? Congrats to Hulk on that. I like Hulk. I have no problem with the Hulkster. I've never had a problem with Hulk. I respect Hulk. And I think that whole thing was a little, just a little messed up what went on. So, you know, invading in people's privacy is not a cool thing, And in my opinion. If you don't like that opinion, sorry. You have an option. Like I always tell you, and my bosses love when I do this, don't watch or listen to my show then. That's called embracing the audience. Yes. I even said to my boss, you know, about uh, if you want me to go to like any of these communication colleges, like they have, you know, Captain's laughing already, he knows where I'm going. And I said, you know, if you want me to give any speeches and inspire the new young broadcasters, I can do that. Video Brian and I have been emailing Seton Hall. <laughs> about me going to get there? you, yeah. <laughs> and my boss looked at me and, and he said nothing. He just looked at me. I said, no, no, I'm, I, you hear what I'm saying? He goes, oh, no, I hear you. I said, he said, we're not doing that. Uh, I said, okay. <laughs> oh, what do you want, Joe Madden to go now all of a sudden? Because <laughs> he's got a perfect dictation? That's the reason? What a bunch of malarkey. So, look, here's the thing. I was talking about the 205 Live, right? So, I, I, I like I said, I love the name, love the whole concept. I do. I'm a fan. I think it's going to be very successful. Because the Cruiserweights are over like Rover. Ain't no doubt about it. I think the best thing for the Cruiserweights is not to be on Raw anymore, to be honest with you, because it kind of got lost in the shuffle. And the Cruiserweight Classic was much more fun when it was a separate thing on the network, the whole gimmick they did, the tournament. Here's the problem with the whole thing with WWE. And again, love the name, love the concept, love the day part, meaning 10 p.m. right after SmackDown Eastern. I think that's great. Because you're going to hear a ste- you're gonna get a steady diet of Mauro Ronaldo screaming, to tell you to go watch and listen to him because he's calling it the Cruiserweights right after SmackDown on the WWE Network. So 
you can feel a little continuity problem there also. I think Morrow does a great job calling the cruiserweights for the most part. As long as Daniel Bryan's not with him, I'm good. Morrow knows his stuff. He's a pro. He does his homework. I do think sometimes, as you guys know, I think he's at a level 10, and he doesn't start at level like 4. My man starts right at max volume and ends at extra max volume. But but anyway, I think there's a continuity issue. That's not my main problem with this whole thing. I'll get to that in a second. But my main problem is you guys, WWE, it's like, what are you doing? You did this whole big pitch sell promotion that the cruiserweights are coming to Raw before the brand split. And I was the guy who came out here on my show and said, well, that's a little bit of a a disconnect, and I'm a little confused because the general manager is going to be the color commentator. Now, for those that are new to to Taz's show, I'll give you a quick brief. Uh, My biggest bitch about the whole cruiserweights being a Raw thing was the GM of SmackDown in the Cruiserweight Classic was the color commentator, Daniel Bryan. But he's going to be on SmackDown, but yet you're putting the Cruiserweights on, on Raw. So that made no sense there. And the SmackDown play-by-play guy, Mauro Ronaldo, was the, the Cruiserweight Classic play-by-play guy with Daniel Bryan. And he's on SmackDown, but yet you're putting the Cruiserweights on Raw because they wanted to obviously help out with that third hour because they need more programming. So my biggest pitch was, well, put the NXT there. Give NXT that, that 10 p.m. or well, 8 a.m. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. slot. And then from 10 p.m. to 11, I'm sorry. Jeez, let me from start 9 p.m. to 11 Listen, p.m. Listen, don't right? correct me, okay? I, you know how many shows I've been part of in my life? And you're going to tell me. I'm not telling you. Okay, I, I know what I'm doing here. I don't need you to correct me. What are you, what are you my mom? <laughs> what are you saying now? <laughs> you were, you were going to say from 9 p.m. to 11, right? Right. That's right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. Hack. Oh, that's going to be worse. Dude. He's going to drive me crazy. So, so, um, so look, that's what I was saying, right? So put, put the cruiserweights at, at, um, uh, I'm sorry, put NXT at, at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then do your raw program. I feel like I've been saying this forever and they haven't done it and they're not doing the Taz. Stop. So, the captain here. There's still time for that, though, to they, the NXT idea. They could still do it. I just don't think they're going to. I mean, I have been saying it, I feel like, forever. I still think they can do it. I just don't think they're going to. But now, the captain, they kind of hacked you because you did say, counterpoint and off my point, well, do the cruiserweights give them their own hour on Raw, right? You said Yes, that. I did. Cool. So they hacked you, WWE, but they're going on a different day part. So here's my problem. You guys did this whole thing before the brand split and made this big deal about the Cruiserweights coming to Raw. Who's in charge of the story arc of programming and the story arc of the character development and the stories in general? I don't know what's going on here. Well, they're changing left and right. They're they're, they're throwing stuff against the wall and seeing if it sticks. That's what I feel like. All right, well, the Cruiserweights, you know, we've been changing the purple ropes uh, every other match, and we're doing this whole purple thing. It's a pain in the ass production-wise. We, we're under the gun because we're in a three-minute commercial break. And, and they, I love the passion they had behind giving branding it with their own colors of purple. But now, you know, they do it on live on Raw, and they can't do it the way they want to do it. Why is no one – why is, like, Kevin Dunn and Vince not sitting together working that out before they make announcements of putting the Cruiserweights on Raw? Why are they not thinking about Daniel Bryan's GM of SmackDown? Maybe it's a disconnect. Maybe we shouldn't do that and let him be the color commentator in the Cruiserweight Classic. Let's sit with Triple H. Let's talk to Hunter about it. 
That's his baby. What's that? I, I'm, I'm like, who's talking to each other here? So that's the biggest problem is now it's only the cruiserweights have only been on Raw for, I don't know, five weeks, whatever the hell it's been, something like that, six weeks. Around there, in maybe that world. another week or more. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and now you're, you're giving up on it. But some people are confused. Well, does that mean the cruiserweights will not be on Raw? Well, the WWE didn't announce that, right? No, I have not seen anything like well, that. Well, I'm going to predict strongly that they're not going to be. <laughs> they're going to make it exclusive to their TV show called 205 Live. Why the hell would they put it on freaking Raw? That'd and that, no that show's going to have to take place in the same place that SmackDown does. Well, that's exactly that's right? exactly what happens. I've been part of. The, I, I could. I was going to tell you exactly how this works production wise, and because I've did, I've done this. I, I've done it a bunch. I've done it. All these shows you see uh, back in the day, for those that are long-term WWE fans, when you see um, Velocity or Jacked or Sunday Night Heat, uh, or from a TNA perspective, um, I'm drawing a blank was the show. I used to call it a lot. Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. The name of the show that they did. They the show. Uh, was there Explosion? Yeah, that Explosion. One? That's it. Thank you. That's all done in the same day, right? Either right before, let's say, SmackDown. Either right before SmackDown or right after. 99% of the time, it's done during the load-in, meaning while fans are coming into the building, into the building uh, before Raw. So once the building's like half full, they do the lighting different on Raw or SmackDown, and it gives people something to watch and get, into the, their seats faster to fill, fill the building. Oh, I thought Raw started already? No, no, that's the Cruiserweight thing. Oh, so they'll do 205 live before SmackDown, but it won't be live. Well, wait a minute. I shouldn't say that. They're calling it 205 live. Is it going to be broadcast live? Yes, that's what I've been led to believe with all the press releases. It's going to be a live show every week. Cool. Then I stand corrected on the taping thing. So they'll do it, to your point, Captain, right after SmackDown. So now you have a little bit of a continuity thing, and it makes it feel a little small that Mauro Ronaldo is just going to sit there and now call another hour of wrestling when I just saw him on SmackDown. And what I'm seeing here on the WWE website is going to be Ronaldo and Corey Graves are going to be calling the show. Okay, so brand split Jones. So <clears throat> I think it's better to have Corey Graves there, who's the Raw commentator. So now it's... A brand split, but it's not. Now we're doing 205 Live as a separate entity. Like, what are we doing here? Come on, let's get some. This is my, what I say that no one's up WWE's ass. So they could do this loose end booking. Because no one is, is there's no Eric Bischoff with WCW driving up their ass. There is none. I, I'm telling you, it's just, it's it's very lackluster. That the continuity, that the consistency, it's, it's, it's disappointing. I, again, I think the show will be great. I think it's a great idea. I think you got to put a different. You got to give another opportunity to a newer play-by-play guy. And no knock on Morrow. Either let Morrow call two hundred five live, or let him call SmackDown. He's better on SmackDown. He's a bigger name. Keep him on the two-hour show. And two hundred five live. Let's. It's definitely. You can see that the Tom Phillips guy. They they don't believe a lot in him. They're not going to give that to him. He's calling NXT. <clears throat> you know, maybe they shouldn't parted ways with other announcers like they did. No, I, I, I'm talking about play-by-play guys, not yours truly. Could you imagine if a Joey Styles still worked out? Oh, my God! Could you imagine Joey Styles calling 205 Live with a Corey Graves? That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. See, now, see, that, that, that's good business.
That's how you do it. Instead, we're going to make it feel small. That's not a knock on Morrow. We're going to make it feel small because you just watched and heard a man for two hours call his ass off on SmackDown. And now we're going to put him, let him sit right there, make everything purple, brand it, which they'll do right. Morrow's not going to get a chance to change his clothes up. Maybe we'll change his pocket square. Give him a purple pocket square. That's what we'll do. Take the tie off. Take the tie. Put a purple one in. Clip on Jones. Clip, clip Jones. Maybe. Possibly. Day, night, cold, hot. It all depends what you want to be, Vince. You scream, make it all bigger. Why are you keeping the guy sitting there? Dude, I'm telling you right now, word up. <laughs> if Joey was still working there, they wouldn't have went to him because they want to move on to the their own guys. They don't want, you know, they want they want to make their own guys. Well, Joey's better than everybody they got. <laughs> Would it be like a pushback thing too? Since someone more experienced might say, hey, maybe the way you're producing me isn't right. No, no, Joey, no, Joey wouldn't do that. Joey, Joey um, you know, we are. Uh, well, that's kind of being general. Just someone with more experience, say. Would yeah. they be more difficult to produce? Not in a bad way, just do they, I'm just meaning, does WWE not want to deal with people that want to bring maybe their own ideas? Does WWE want to bring people, I was reading something, I'm really kind of ignoring you, say it one more time, I'm sorry, <laughs> does I, somebody distracted me. not Second. want to deal with people bringing their own ideas to? Oh, you know, no, your idea means nothing, like if you're, you know, oh, you know, it's, it's like this show. If whoever has an idea, that actually means nothing, it's all about me. I don't care what no one thinks. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? That's just the way, you know this, <laughs> you know that, I really don't care. But no, all kidding aside, they, they they don't want anyone's ideas. Joey, if Joey Styles was the uh, the play by play guy, if he still worked there, this is all fantasy booking. He wouldn't do. He wouldn't pitch ideas like he, he's called the rebirth of ECW with yours truly for WWE. You learn right away that your ideas don't mean squat to them. You just do your job. Uh, look, if it's not Joey, it's got to be somebody else, not Mauro. Calling that 205 live. It just makes everything. It, it, it's Well, you know what? You know what? It's easy, Vince. Let's just have Mauro do it. He's there already. We got to go right into it. Uh, we only have a couple minutes break, which is kind of BS because it's their own network that's going on. So they can run bumpers and trailers for about four minutes while they're doing, or five minutes while they're doing a set change and changing the ropes. They, they, they're not subject to anything because it's their network, WWE Network, that the 205 lives on. It's easy, Vince. We'll just have Morrow sit there. Corey will be backstage. We'll have JBL and uh, Harvard leave. And then we'll have uh, we'll have Corey come down with his music during uh, when we're running a bumper. So he'll get a pop. Corey will sit down and wear a purple pocket square also. And then, uh, you know what I mean? We can have those two guys sit there together. Put another guy in there. Again, not ripping on Morrow. It's just, it makes it feel smaller. And the live element is, I didn't realize that at first because I grazed over with all the stuff about the show. But the live element is cool. That's live, live. The only thing is, I think what they're trying to do, which I think they're going to fail on, as I think this is something I want to tell you guys too, kind of a nub-worthy thing. With this 205 live thing, okay, it's awesome. I love the idea, and I think it's cool. And I told you guys I love the name. The problem is, besides the fact that you have Mauro and Alo, Call SmackDown for two hours. Now you can just throw him in there and call another hour of this. It doesn't feel different. Right after, boom, USA, go to WWE Network, here it is. 
Talking smack Jones. What happened to that, by the way? That's a whole other story. No one's talking about that. But anyway, I think the other problem is they're, what they're going to run into. They're trying to capture that that moment they had every week on the WWE Network with the Cruiserweight Classic. As I talked about what the Cruiserweight Classic, what made it cool, even though I do make fun of and I bust on the, the crowd at Full Sail in Orlando, that they, they make it about them and stuff like that. But they also made it feel more intimate and more special. You're not going to have that now in a big building. You're not. So if you're working in whatever, Dallas at the big building, whatever it's called, and there's 13,000 people there, and you're doing SmackDown for two hours on a Tuesday night, it's a school night. Well, by the time 205 Live comes on, those 13,000 people just went to about 8,000 people because you're going to lose people. Not only are you going to lose people, it's not going to feel intimate because they're bigger buildings. The things that others won't think of. But they'll hack. Hack, bitch. Yes, hack. Shit busted. That's how it goes. Just hack. You don't need to think. Just hack. Hey, uh, Joshua in Toronto, you're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, sir. Ahoy, Captain. Ahoy. What's up, big guy? Uh, first time, real long time. Oh, oh, Yambag City, eh? <laughs> oh, I did the A. You like that? The Canadian thing? You like that? <laughs> I said A. That's kind of like my joke. Uh, what's going on, big guy? Yeah, my question is, how did you feel watching Raw and seeing all the superstars that participated in the Hell in a Cell matches not show the effects of the match the next day? The only person that sold it for me was Sasha because she wasn't there. <laughs> uh, let's think. I'm usually big, and I believe in that con- continuity of the next day of selling. And WWE is usually pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you you might be right. I'm trying to remember back on it. I think you might be right that there wasn't enough of that. Um, yeah. And because you know what, I don't remember people selling. That's how I know you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um And and that's a that's a big boo boo. That's a problem. You know, you got to sell. You got because that makes it mean more what happened the night before. No matter if you win or lose, you know what I mean, Josh. Yeah. That's a, that's a good observation. Yep. And uh, back in the day, I remember watching. I, like, I remember I couldn't afford um, all the pay per views. So when there was a Hell in a Cell and I missed it, the next night on Raw, I'll see people like taped up or their shoulders taped up or something yeah, stitches, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, wow, I I probably missed something really great. Yep. Well, that's a good so point. Now, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. What did I miss? This guy got his ass whooped, and I missed it. He's all bandaged, bandaged up. Yeah. No. 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 I hear you, man. Uh, good observation, Josh, and I appreciate you calling. Thank you, buddy. Uh, he's right. You know, Josh was right. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah. I mean, Rusev came out at the very beginning. Yeah. No Sal Jones. Goldberg, yeah. No Sal Jones with the Goldberg. Yes. I will break you <laughs> if you try me, Rus- uh, Goldberg. <laughs> but I will break you. But maybe if you try. Split accent, Jones. Yeah. So. <laughs> Slamming bods and beyond. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's my whole thing with the two hundred five live. I, I, I mean, I think I gave you enough of my feeling on it and the thoughts and opinions, Captain. I mean, you disagree with anything I'm saying here as the producer and the fanboy of the show. The fanboy. <laughs> that's that's the new thing I'm doing. I'm taking little shots at you on your way out the door. Buy a hat. That's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> well done, my well done, my son. Well done. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say about 205 Live? Because next week, no one's going to even hear your voice. I'm just telling you right now. Are you sure? Captain who? That's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Who, 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 yeah. who? Who would you rather, like you were saying, different announcers, 
who would there be? Oh my God! I mean, no, Joey he, Joey's not there anymore. <laughs> I want Joey. <laughs> I mean, are you gonna put Daniel Bryan in there? No, God, no, please, no, no, no don't, don't, oh, nightmares. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my gosh, that was the best <laughs> hip toss ever. Oh my gosh, what a body slam. I've never seen one like that. Oh my gosh, what a runner. Mafia kick. <laughs> Neba, Neba, Neba. Someone just knocked on the door. Someone got a problem with me yelling? Because I'll go crazy. Keep it down in there. Is somebody in this office got a problem with me screaming? This is how I do my show. I scream. You know that. Of course. Yes. That's what this show is all about. Is someone knocking on the Is there a problem with someone in this office? Because I'll go crazy, bro. Do you want me to check? Stop. <laughs> so anyway, who would I like? You asked that question. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd have to think for a second. Hold on. Give me. I'll, I'll come up with something. Let me see. Um... All right, well, not Michael Cole, because I want the show to be good. And he would not want He's above that. He's above 205 Live. He's 305 Live. I wouldn't say him. Morrow's the other guy. With the choices they have there, they parted ways with Josh Matthews. He's at TNA. I think he would have done a good job. Um, but again, like I said, Josh is with TNA. He would have probably did a really good job there, for sure, calling uh, that type of show. I would also say that um, Mike Tenay can handle it. I don't think they'd want. I don't think they'd want Mike or jo- anyone who's been doing this, like outside of WWE for a long time. The announcing, because they want to always feel like they have someone new. So Mike would be too long in the tooth as a guy for them. I bet from Nitro and TNA and all that jazz. Even though Mike Tenay would also knock it out of the freaking park because he's a prep nut. He's great at selling things. He knows moves as far as play-by-play like nobody better. I mean, there, there are guys that do not work for WWE right now that they could have brought in to, to offer this to. From Mike Tanay to a Joey Styles. I, I, I even say Todd Keneally uh, out in California. <clears throat> Todd's a guy who worked with Mike and I in uh, TNA. I think Todd is a guy who would have done a good job, real good job, job at that. Uh, I don't think he'd want to do it. Speaking of Todd's, I think Todd Grisham from uh, from ESPN, who worked for a long time for WWE, but Todd probably don't have time. But I think Todd would have been a great guy to call it as the play-by-play guy. Uh, I'm sure there's other younger announcers on, on these, all these independent shows. I'm not on top of all of them, so I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of guys that I would know of that are really talented. I, you need someone with a new show that's going to get over the brand and get over this name and the talent and all that. Obviously, Mauro knows how to get it over. I'm not saying Mauro's not credible enough or he's not qualified, because he is. I'm just saying he just got done calling two-hour show. Now you got to do this other show. Yeah, and you're saying change it up a little, too. Got to right? change it. Makes it feel special. Why do I don't want to hear the same guy in a separate show that I just heard for two hours. I don't want to hear him. I, I just don't. Tom Phillips is probably sitting there like, why didn't I get the opportunity? He's not good enough. Well, I can't remember the gentleman's name that they parted ways with, with the glass. Do you Rich Brennan? Rich Brennan was, was, I think, pretty good. You know, was on his way of becoming real good. And they parted ways, and they did wrong by him. 
But I'm just saying, guys like that, you know, they had a girl that was on NXT last night. Not that she would call the girl who was doing the, the bumps, we call in and out in the studio. Um, Charlie something. I forgot the name. Yeah, but I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and and a brunette girl, a dark haired girl, pretty girl, very very good. She frankly, the female t- announced talent they have there. I think she's the best that I've seen there, and I only need to see her for a couple of minutes. She's good. I think she's reading off a teleprompter, but don't matter. She was smooth. She was real good. She sounded convincing um, when she was doing those ins and outs of NXT. Because they did, and I'll talk about NXT on the other side of the break because they were in San Jose. They 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 aired the stuff from a house show or they shot TV at or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I thought this girl Charlie, we'll get her name. I don't remember her name. Damn, should have known her name, and I can't remember it. But uh, she was very very good. Uh, not the not to call it two hundred five live, but I'm saying I think that she should host one of these other shows that they're putting all these shows out there and they're not like what so what's we're talking smack that's what i'm saying like what happened I, i'm just saying like it's, maybe it's a rhetorical question i'm not asking for the actual answer but like what what does that mean for talking smack talking smack just come on right after the gimmick did they make an announcement they probably didn't right i don't know i haven't heard anything about that yet is was it charlie caruso i think that's it yeah very good She's very, very good. I'm telling you, this girl has a big upside as an announced talent in WWE. They need to utilize her more. She's really good. I mean, I, and again, I know, and I know she's been on the shows before. I don't remember too much about her, but I know what I saw her do last night in and out of the breaks, throwing to uh, Corey and um, and Tom Phillips, uh, which was she did a really good job. You know, no, that's not ultra hard to do what she's doing, but she seemed natural on camera. She looks great on camera. She's in her inflection talking about the talent. She seemed like she knew the talent. That she's a wrestling fan per se. It seems, if not, she had me work, which is cool, and that works. So, all right, look, other side of break, I'll get to talk about NXT and uh, talk about the WWE.com. Uh, big mistake yesterday, Boo Boo Jones. Uh, yeah, uh, Taz Show. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully nobody heard me up here. Just cursing and ripping everybody here. Thanks, Cap. Faded me out, so there was no problem. That's what's going to happen when you're gone. We'll have the other guys producing the show and keep the mics hot all the time. Next thing you know, I'll be fired in about three minutes. If they only could hear the things I say off mic. Oh, boy. Mm-mm-mm. You think they'd sabotage you like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's tough. Day one. Oh, yeah. Day one. Do you think I put it in the training papers I put together for her? <laughs> I think you have a separate audio file with everything I've said off air. <laughs> and it's going to be like Trump when he was in the bus. <laughs> With Billy and I'm the Bush. waiting till you run for president. Yeah, and you're gonna. Do- <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. So, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, NXT. I don't have to cover anything else. I, I know NXT. I'm gonna do that right now. Then I uh, talked a lot about the 205 live. You asked me a question about announcers. Did someone tweet me? Oh, here it is. Uh, Nando Avarici said. Uh, he was just spitting out names on Twitter. William Regal, as far as play-by-play guys. Matt Stryker. Yeah, I, I, Matt Stryker's on the contract. Lucha Underground. So, I, I don't... I, I think Matt would do a pretty good job on 205 Live. 
I've always looked at Matt as more of a color commentator, but obviously he's a play-by-play guy with Lucha Underground. He does a good job too. So, um, but I don't, I don't see WWE having him, even if he was on the con. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if as play-by-play, I would see him more doing color on it. William Regal's got the the, the role with the you know uh, the big role he has as the GM in NXT. I mean, I, th- I think William Regal could do it, but not not a play-by-play guy. See, guys, you guys understand there's a big difference. You can't just, you know, tweet because you have tweet ability. You know, like, you told my guys that would be, you know, this is a color commentator, William Regal. Play-by-play is different. Play-by-play is a, it's a different job. I've talked about this in the past. It's a totally different job than, than color commentary. You watch baseball. Okay, you watched last night. Oh, you watched the World Series. You got Joe Buck yourself with the Fox... Joe Buck yourself, he is the play-by-play guy. Then you have the uh, John Smoltz from Atlanta Brave fame. He used to kill my Mets all the time. Stud, beast mode, Jones, pitcher. He's the color commentator. You watch the Monday fo- Monday Night Football. You got uh, Bobby Rottencock is the play-by-play guy. I don't even know his name. And you got the Gruden is the color commentator, the former coach. Follow the bouncing ball here, guys. Yes. Please. I'm constantly educating you people to the same thing. You are not retaining what I'm telling you. You're saying that the color guys are usually ex-athletes or have been involved more directly with yes. the sport, whereas the play-by-play guys are straight broadcast guys, right? Correct. Can't get nothing by you. <laughs> I see a pretty interesting tweet here. Oh, you do, huh? Yes. Okay, what is it? I think it's C. Bosia is the way you pronounce the guy's name. Uh, he's, he asked, what if Miz switches to Raw and then accepts Ziggler's challenge at Survivor Series? Someone else tweeted me. I don't remember who. I apologize who uh, said that something similar to this. I don't know if it was this person. Someone had said something on Twitter. It was a lot of tweets yesterday. I, I, look, we saw him wear the red. We saw his wife wear the red. We, we saw all that. You know, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's what they're doing. He could be onto something. I, 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 if they're doing that, I think it's cool. I would milk it and, and uh, maybe and then just do it, the, expose it right at Survivor Series that Miz accepts the challenge. Well, he has to be on. I'm sorry. He has to go to Raw to accept the challenge. Yes, because he's only open to Raw Yeah. Ah. I kind of feel like they've been there, done that with these two cats, even though they just did the angle. You know, it's like, but then again, we see Dean Ambrose and AJ. They're doing that like forever. I, I don't think he's way off. I, I think it could happen. I, 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 I like what I said yesterday where you keep doing these subtle things that Miz is teasing without saying it. He's wearing red. It's always the, you know, there's always like uh, kind of an overhanging feel that this guy could jump to Raw. And I do think that if that's the case, this is really fantasy booking, but smart booking, I humbly say, but they'll never do it. That's where you got to have Shane McMahon and you got to have Daniel Bryan concerned, where it's a, a voyeuristic moment where you're catching the camera, okay, eavesdropping on Shane and Daniel. Because they always act too cool for school as the as the GMs. They're babyface bosses, and they just they 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 cut the ball bag off all of the heels, 
It's like they stick it to the heels, and they, and they win. <laughs> the, 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 the authority wins. So I would show these two guys off air, like uh, eavesdropping or like, remember GTV back in the day, something like that, where you hear the concern, the high-level concern of Shane and Daniel Bryan. We can't lose Miz here to Raw. We can't lose him. He's a pain in the ass. That'd He's be kind of cool if you combined both of what you're saying and what they're doing, like have him on camera doing yeah. the too cool for deal, the too cool. Well, for that's, having, yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. then That'd the real great. side of it yeah. is, the real side is, yo, look, man, we got to really, you know, we got to be careful not to lose this guy. This guy's a player. He's annoying. He's a pain in the ass. Okay, he's 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 an arrogant prick and all this stuff. But we need him. That that's that that makes you get into the story more. Just thinking of stuff as I'm sitting here. Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Anyway, NXT. I got people on the phone. I'll get to you guys. I'm starting to get annoyed with everybody. Actually, that's starting. <laughs> starting to. I'm starting to get a little ticked. You know how I get. I, I, sometimes that happens. You know. I, look, I, I enjoy the fact that they're going to do, they're showing these matches from San Jose uh, at the college. Do you know the way to San Jose? You know that song, dude? No, I don't. <laughs> Stop! It is actually a real song. It's like the 1930s, I think. <laughs> no, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> they were in San Jose, and I loved it. I love that they, they did this feel where they're out of the, I almost said impact zone, where they're out of full sail, and they're doing this thing. It's, the building felt big. It all felt big. A lot of people are, yes, yes. I think that was for two of the matches, because they went from San Jose to full sail, and then I think they went back to San Jose and then back to full sail, something like that. Oh, was that the Rich Swan Jose Authors of Pain? I thought that was in San Jose, too. The Authors of Pain. I could have sworn that. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Authors of Pain was also in uh, San Jose. It was. But that's then what I, I thought. think the Perkins Sanity was in uh, Full Sail. Mm. And so it was a DIY and Revival. Quite frankly, I did not notice that part because I was flipping back and forth Jones to the World Series. Can only do so much, dude. I'm not a, I'm not a machine. I actually am a machine. You're I'm letting a, that secret out? Suplex machine. I'm a podcast machine. Flip, flip gimmick machine. But I like that they went over there to, to the uh, to the San Jose. I like that the girl Charlie Caruso was doing the bumps in and out on camera, throwing to the announcers who were not in San Jose. That was a voiceover. They were doing that probably in Florida or wherever they were. They were not in San Jose because you didn't see them on camera. There's your LT moment. Boys and girls, it's time to gather around the learning tree with your kind and caring teacher, Taz. He's always so angry. He yells at everyone. Why? He's sharing his one-of-a-kind insider perspective of professional wrestling. It's all about me. It's me. Me, me, me. It's the learning tree with Taz. See this a lot with a lot of wrestling companies where they do voiceover work, not in the building. It's not live commentary. We know about this. Hardcore fans know of this. But there's reasons why it's done. There's many levels of reasons why this is done. And some of the reasons you guys know, some you don't know. One of the big reasons is it's cost. Okay, it costs money to get talent, announce talent to travel, to go to a building. Hey, we're going to shoot some TVs. Let's have you guys do on cameras there. 
but we won't voice it over yet because whatever it was taped a couple days ago and we want to be more topical whatever the reasons are you know what it's better if you just do it here at the building we're at raw so uh tom phillips is here and Corey graves is here at raw let's let's do it at 2 p.m backstage at uh, the cleveland arena wherever we are before raw and these are the matches call them and they tape those guys announcing it like they're there it saves money it also helps the announcers be more topical. Um, you should learn this and know this. When you don't see the announcers in the building throughout a whole show, that's not a live show, there's a great chance they're not there. So that should be your first tip-off. I really liked how it was acknowledged that the, they were previously recorded. I do too because it's honesty and that's good stuff. Now, I love Roddy Strong. He's a tremendous worker. He came out, and then Austin Aries came out, and they were honest that Austin Aries could not wrestle because of his eye socket got busted up. I loved all that. Honesty, boom, 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 boom. Okay, what I did not like was that this was supposed to be strong and uh, strong and Austin Aries against TM61, which some people call him TM61, some people call him TM61. That's what happened on the show yesterday. So I don't know what they're called. I really don't. Because William Regal called him TM61. Austin Aries called him TM61. But Rich Gimmick, uh, he called him TM61. Tom Phillips? Yes. Here's my problem with this whole thing. Roddy Strong and Shane Thorne, two things happened. They had an excellent match. They had an excellent match. And Shane Thorne won, which was a shocker for me. There were two shockers in the show last night. I'll get to that. This was one of them. I was shocked that Shane Thorne won the match. I think that's cool. And it was a great match. It really was. That's not an overstatement. Here's the problem. So we're going to do a one-on-one match in a tag team tournament. Is that what we're doing? And then we're going to have, right after that, another tag team tournament match and have a team forfeit because they're the champions because the guy's got a bad knee apparently which i don't think i'm buying the bad knee i think it's because they don't want to beat the revival <laughs> so they have gargano and champa move on so some of this booking is a little fugazi in this thing last night for this dusty road tag team classic a little fugazi i'm being honest with you guys sometimes we all act like nxt can't do no wrong well they can and they do and they did I don't think if you're going to do this, you got to split it up. You can't have it back to back. So my problem with last night, and I like the show, but my problem with last night is that we had back to back tag team tournament matches that were not tag team tournament that were not tag team matches, and one match didn't even happen. That's a load of BS. That's not cool. That's not. You don't do that. You can't do that. At least spread it out in the show. You know, do Roddy Strong, do that whole gimmick. Then you do the one-on-one thing, which you can have people like me throwing flags on it. Then do Rich Swan and Jose versus Authors of Pain. Then do something else. Then then go back later on in the hour and then do Revival. Can't wrestle against Gargano Champa. How about you do this? How about don't book yourself in a corner? That's a nub. Don't book yourself in a corner by having your tag team champions in the tournament. That then you, you're going to swerve people out of a match. 
and Gargano and Champa are not going to wrestle in that, that level of the gimmick. So you're hooking people, and you have the Revival beat Almas and Alexander in the first round, and now you're going to hook people all week or whatever. Revival is going to wrestle Gargano and Champa. Who's going to go on to the semifinals? And then what do you do? You have the guy come out on crutches and cut a 10-minute promo. That bored me to death. Whenever a guy starts a promo and goes, look, this is not going to be long, especially a heel, guess what? It's going to be long. Yes. And it was long. And it wasn't a good long. Straight shooting Jones right here. Just telling you right now. Straight shooting Jones. It's a new one. <laughs> SSJ. Yeah, the SSJ, bro. So that's my, my problem with the, with the whole gimmick. The, the match with Roddy Strong and Shane, I got no problem with that. I don't know who was supposed to win here. I predicted that Roddy Strong and Austin Aries would go on to the finals and potentially win this whole thing. I think the injury to uh, you know Austin Aries prevented all of that. That's what happened, and they had to pull the plug on it. I, I like the swerve of William Regal saying, coming out, saying, okay, no, we'll do the one-on-one match if you guys agree because I know you can work next week, meaning Austin Aries. That's what he said, something like that. Yeah, Regal did say that. Which next week doesn't matter. So I don't blame Regal for saying that. It was smart. It's a good little hook. It's, I mean, if you really pay attention to what they did to you there. <laughs> and they got me a little bit to some bitches. They did. Because what did he say, dude? Regal said, you can't wrestle right now, Aries. You have not been medically cleared. Correct. I just talked to the doctors, and Aries wanted a fight. He wanted, but he couldn't. They wouldn't let him. So so Regal said the long and short of it in paraphrasing, hey, we'll do a singles match if you guys want. And because Aries, I know you can wrestle next week, right? You're clear. That's what Regal had said. So what that does is that puts a plant in our brain as viewers and fans. Okay, well, that means Roddy's going to win for his team because Regal just said that A-double can wrestle next week. So Roddy will win, and they'll wrestle next week. Now, I know what his injury is, Austin Aries. And I'm like, even though I was a little hooked, I'm like, well, the audible bone gimmick takes a long time to recover from. I know Regal's saying he's gonna wrestle, he can wrestle next week, but I don't know. But I still was like, okay, Roddy will win here. Maybe they'll do something, because it's a tag team, guys. So even if, <laughs> even though the guy's got an audible Busted eye socket. Jones still is okay. It's a tag. Roddy could do most of the work, and, and Austin could tag in and out. Don't take any bumps, and they could work around it. I'm not saying they should have done that because safety first. Don't get me wrong here. But I'm saying they could have done that instead of pulling the match right away. But the guy can't bump. I understand that. But it is a tag team match where you could protect the guy who's injured. This is a work. But they worked, speaking of work, they worked everybody. When Regal said, I know you can wrestle next week, Aries. That's what that does, guys, to teach you guys, is I knew right away after the finish, I'm like, ah, they got us on that. I knew they got us. They got us good. Because that's planting in our brain that Roddy Strong's going to win the match. But he didn't, which made it even better. And this kid Shane Thorne's good. He's a good worker. Definitely. Both Thorne and Miller. They're a great tag Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying that this was good. So, you know, so now uh, we have TM61 
they advance to the semifinals, okay? And Rod is strong, and they doubles out of it. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. I believe in big things for Roddy Strong with or without Austin Aries uh, at NXT. Uh, he's just too friggin' good, and connectivity to the audience, his work rate is tremendous. So, so then we saw the Revival, as I mentioned, and Gargano and Champa, which didn't happen. Uh, Revival fall for the due to knee injury, and, uh, you know, uh, again, like I said, it's just brutal. Back-to-back matches, not what was promised. Uh, uh, they don't want to beat Revival. These guys, they take care of these guys. They, they love Revival. Uh, you know, I mean, they're throwback Jones. I got it. You know, but I, I don't see, I'm not, no knock on those kids, but I'm, to me it's not like, you know, just being honest. I'm just being real. It's not disrespectful. I'm just being honest. I, I don't, I don't, they don't grab me like they grab other people. But, hey, I'm not the one calling the shots there. So what does it matter? Beauty's in the eye beholder. That's the way, that's the way the business goes, you know. So uh, one booker might love you, one might, might not. Happened to me. Heyman loved me. Vince thought I was a douche. I mean, that happens. Maybe not a douche, but you should have stopped me that cap. No, he didn't think you were a douche. Instead, You're being you just, too hard on yourself. Yeah, that's what you should have said. Instead, you just let me just, just run right into a friggin' wall. That's what you do. Just care less. Just bury myself and bury everybody. Bastard. Just wanted all the crumble. Wanted all the crumble. Hey, uh, Joe in uh, Florida, you're on the Taz show. Hey, how's it going, Joe? Hey, Joe, how are you? Taz, what's up? How you going, Taz? Hey, Joe, what's up? What's it called? Uh, hey, I was just saying you won the commentary guy. JR's the best in business. I know, I know he is. Thank you very much. You. I Thank you, bro. But they're not, the JR thing, he could call anything. I agree, JR is the best in business. But, dude, they're not gonna, I didn't even mention JR because they're not, they're not, they're not going to go back to someone who's been there for so many years. If you I bring don't know the, why. The, Joe, but Joe, Joe, if you bring Jr. back in, and by the way, your name's not Joe. My name is Joe. No, you sound like a different guy. Uh, you sound like Joe your name's not Joe. Uh, Joseph. I mean, what do you want from me? <laughs> I don't want nothing from the uh, big cat. <laughs> yeah. If you bring Joe, 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 if you bring back, dude, if you bring back, um. JR, right, to your point. What happens mm-hmm. is then this is what's going to happen. Everybody, Joe, is going to think, why is he not on Raw? So if you bring JR back, right away you put Michael Cole in right. a bad spot, Joe. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're That's right. what happens, dude. That's what people don't realize. And thank you for calling, Joe. If that is your real name for Pensacola. <laughs> uh, but no, that's what happens. And Joe's right. I mean, JR is the best. But 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 he's right, Joe. But the thing is, you bring JR back, right away, fans are going to go nuts. Why is he calling 205 Live? He, that is, I don't want to say beneath him, but he needs to be on the Mothership show, which is Raw. And the last guy in that company that wants JR back is Michael Cole. I can promise you that. And he's Big Ball Jones now, Michael Cole. He's got juice. Big power guy. And he swings him around. Oh, yeah! Big swinging cock Jones. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Oh, yeah. Big boss boy. Oh, yeah. He decides who leaves. He decides who comes in. He decides. Oh, yeah. Big boy. Has he earned his stripes? Absolutely. The Michael Cole has earned his stripes. This business... This wrestling business, trust me, kids, 
it's filled with agenda. Not everybody, but most people, it's agenda. It's like any workforce. It's not just wrestling. It's it's it's. We talked off air about stuff about knowing people who you know in yeah. life, right? And and it's true. It's any job, dude. I don't care if you're a policeman, a doctor. I don't care if you if you're an audio tech in a studio. I don't care if you're a pro wrestling announcer. Whatever you are, ninety nine percent of times, what helps get you in the door at least is knowing the right people. Like the old expression, the old expression. It's not who you know; it's what you know. Partially true. But you need to, it, it's, it, it's not who you know, what, it's not what you, it's not who you, it's not, it's what you, it's not what you know, it's what. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Struggling. It's not what you, it's, how does this guy have a show? It's not what you know, it's who you know is what you're saying? How does this guy have a show? <laughs> That's what the boss is saying. Why do we give this mother effer a contract? What are you turning this guy into? Taz, it's not who you know, it's what you know. It's a very simple line. It's been around for 6,000 years. I think you just did it backwards again. I don't care. No, but the thing is, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's the expression. Yeah, to get you in the door at least. I know that. But I don't believe that expression because in this day and age, it's true partially. It's not what you know. That's the part I don't believe in. It's who you know. It should be this expression. You need to know some stuff. But it's who you know. Yeah. There you go. That was smooth. That was kind of really bad, actually. I think that's a, a new Taz Show t-shirt right there, right? <sighs> I don't know. I don't think that's happening. I got to go to break here. Um, yeah. Hello, Brian. Wow, we're already in fourth quarter city almost. We got to go Facebook Live, right? It might start a little later in the fourth quarter, Facebook oh, Live, because yeah. there's some technical issues oh, right now. Oh, so. nice. Awesome. Oh, okay, no, Video Brian said it's been resolved. Oh, then. I was looking for an extended break. I was going to go down to the, <laughs> the vape cart uh, down on the street over there. Can you get me a crepe? Yeah. <laughs> All right, more NXT talk on the side of break. Uh, we have Facebook.com slash the Taz Show if you want. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, yeah. Fourth quarter city, Thursday edition. All you jobbers are out there listening to the show or watching the show. I appreciate it. Maybe you check it out on Facebook Live right now, fourth quarter city. Facebook.com slash the Taz Show, bitches. Captain was just begging me during a break. Taz, you know, even though I'm quitting and I'm gone, maybe I could make an appearance on the show once in the blue moon. I was saying, could you sneak in a good word for me? Because when I leave next Friday, man, I don't know if they're going to allow me back in the building. I'll, I'll make sure that they don't kill your, your security pass <laughs> and that you're allowed back in here. I promise. I'll make sure, dude, I got your back. You know, when I say it, I mean it. I'll make sure that you are protected, bro. <laughs> I will make sure that, they, that you come back in here. Anytime you want, all access city. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, buddy. I got you covered. It'll be raining munchkins. <laughs> Once you leave the show, I'm going to embrace the love I have for you more than ever before. <laughs> it will be glaring to you how awesome of a man Taz is. I got your back, kid. And to answer your question on air that you would beg me off air. Can I please make an appearance once I'm gone? Maybe the fans want to get an update what the captain's up to. I just want to pop in. Taz, do you mind? I said, Can Tom, I do a pop in? I said, Tom, I'll, I'll handle this on the air in the next segment, which is right now. And to answer you flat out, 
absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, no effing way. Not even a walk-on? You are, once you're gone, you could go <laughs> F yourself, okay? I could do that now. <laughs> Bastard. Even me in a lurch. I gotta deal with all the stuff that's going on here on the show. I got Vikings coming after me. I got, I got Lumberjacks. Timber! I don't even know what's going on with the show. The show might be gone, by the way, next year. That's a good chance that you realize that, right? It'll be done. So then I have to come visit you at your house then, right? No. <laughs> you got a better shot, shot of getting here, bro. Because <laughs> you come to the house, you're getting shot. I got snipers, bro, on top of the... Uh, you got moats. Yeah, I got moats. I got, I got, you know, I hired like Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs actually work Several drive throughs Yeah, no, they just shoot you, bro. I heard the funniest part, though, is the most difficult part to get through is the laundromat that you're in yeah, above. Got, That's the I toughest got, part. Well, that is. You got Because, you know, sometimes the machines agitate. And when they agitate, you could trip and fall down the steps, and, they, and they're agitating, you know? I was talking about NXT a little bit, and I'm sure we got a lot of uh, the people on Facebook, you know, that they, 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 they don't watch or listen to the first three segments of the show. So they just think, like, the show starts at, like, 8.30 a.m. Hey, Eastern. Taz, did you hear the Cubs won? Yeah, I know. Like, Taz, why are you not talking about the World Series? Like, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> Excuse me. But, you know, sorry about that. Pardon me. Um, yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't feel like updating people. Because I had a lot of, there was a lot of good information, I thought, in the show. Like, wrestling stuff. Wouldn't you think? I mean, this particular broadcast. It's a lot about uh, just the way NXT was handled and produced. Yeah, I thought I thought that I definitely covered, like, a lot of that. I mean, so like, I don't know. I can't kind of retract that right now. That's kind of and hard to do. And lots of talk about the uh, new show that's the premiering at the end of The new show 205 Live. I talked about that a lot and the problems that they're going to run into with the announcing, that they're just segueing and having Mauro call both. It doesn't feel special. But like I said, at least they can make everything purple because that's what they want to do. Yes. That's the branding. That's all, <laughs> that's all they care about. Just make it all purple. Now we can make everything purple, Kevin. We don't have to wait. We have time. We don't have to do it in between a Rusev segment. Make it purple. Soon as SmackDown ends, purple it up. Corey Graves, raw color commentator. <laughs> Mauro Ronaldo, play-by-play SmackDown guy. Brand split, ma'am, split. Who cares? <laughs> no need to be consistent. William Ballers on the Facebook Live says, Morrow is the new Jim Ross. I disagree. And I like Morrow. He's been on my show. I respect him. I, I don't think he's the new Jim Ross. I hate those type of expressions. Morrow is the new Morrow. There's only one Jim Ross. And Jim Ross had a certain you know, way to connect to the audience and embrace the audience and be sincere about it. His southern twang helped. The way he looked on air helped. I'm, I, don't, I, I apologize talking about him in past tense. He's my friend, and he still does a great job announcing with other companies. He, he still has that connectivity to the audience. He knows how to embrace people verbally. He really does. Complete opposite. Look, like Michael Cole, just because he's calling Raw. Some people over time said, I guess he's, they're trying to make him the new Jim Ross. Or something. No, that's the last thing they were trying to do. Michael Cole's Michael Cole. Jim Ross is Jim Ross. Mauro Nalo's Mauro Nalo. Joey Styles is Joey Styles. Joey Jojo! Mike Tanay's Mike Tanay. Everybody's their own person. You people as an audience, I'm, I hate to be like a douchebag, 
But honestly, like a lot of you fans, I hate. I'm not stereotyping all you guys. You people. I, I know that's just kind of like you know, you know, the New York City in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you you get it. Some people don't understand when you say that, but like people need to realize, like, that, like even in sports, LeBron James is the next Michael Jordan. Stop it. LeBron James is the current LeBron James. I hate that. Ignacio Vasquez, thank you, sir, on Facebook Live. Stop comparing Jones. Exactly. <laughs> Peter Metallic says, Cubs win. Chernoff fires Taz. I <laughs> 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 love it. I love it. This guy gets it. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> he must be from New York or Jersey or something because he knows. Uh, the, well, I talked about the gimmick. Yeah. That Mark Chernoff's son is the uh, GM of the Cleveland Indians. And I picked the Cubs to win. Yeah. So anyway, uh, where else were we? Oh, look at this. Randall uh, Williams. For podcasts, Taz is better than Jim Ross. Uh, oh, come uh, on, Randall. Why? Why, Randall? Will you stop? Why, Randall? Uh, this is not a podcast. How many podcasts, Randall, can you watch right now on Facebook Live? Live! How many? It's not Randall's fault. It's not. It's the wrestling industry, the wrestling community's fault. I was going to blame the whole damn education system. It's that too. But I blame Mike Johnson for all of this. I do. And PW Insider, all of them. And the Torch, and the Observer, all of the bigger ones. Educate the people, the wrestling fans. The difference between podcasts and live video shows or audio shows. We're going on and on about this for about a friggin' year. Sick of it. Brian Krantz said, Randall Nub. Randall the Nub Jones. <laughs> Tom Roberts, live podcast Jones. No, it's not a live podcast. Stop. Don't tease me. Now they're playing with me, the Facebook Live people. Stop teasing me. It's mean. Why are they being mean to me? I don't get it. Uh, oh, Brandon McKenzie says, just like, just how you used to say that Jim Mor- uh, John Morrison is the new HBK. Uh, guess what, Brandon? I was told to say that. What are you turning this guy into? Just like you, just like you called John Morrison the new HBK. Really, dude? Really? And he, and he, he had uh, a feel of Shawn Michaels. But I was, you know, they we needed to compare that, that those two. That's different. Not a fan on Facebook Live comparing someone to Jim Ross, you know? Now nah, I get all these people on Facebook. Love your pocket. No, no more. Don't read it. Don't give <laughs> I, I attention. It's really good. I'm not putting nobody over. Kevin Thomas goes, Fedlines Jones. Well, that's funny. That's actually a good one. That's a good one. But But I'm not, you know, no more. No more. What, what anybody mentions the P word on Facebook Live, I they get zero acknowledgement. Zero acknowledgement. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even looking at Facebook Live anymore. How about that? Now I'm mad. for you. Now I'm mad. The hell, the hell with that. Done. You know what? Get off Facebook Live. Actually, soon Facebook Live's going away, and I can't wait to tell you all that. And there's a lot of really good people on there, but you know what? That one guy just made me mad. Not really, but having fun with it. I got to continue talking about NXT because the show's almost over here. 
I'm getting a lot of thumbs up, which is nice. Thank you. I appreciate the thumbs up on the Facebook Live. That's very nice of you guys. Seriously. I want to continue talking about that because some people that are listening or watching the whole show want to hear the rest of my talk about NXT. Pat Fitzgerald said Taz needs coffee, Jones. No, I don't need coffee. <laughs> Cap, how big are the coffees that I drink? Ooh, dude, you drink is, 64 ounces. That, like, that's the small that you, that's the smallest you that's usually my get. Second one today. Yeah. Freaking heart's gonna explode. These people. These people. <laughs> you people. You people. Slamming bods and beyond. So, okay, I talked about the Roddy Strong thing uh, with, with TM6161, whatever you want to call them. Revival Gargano Champa. Got into that. Rich Swan. Okay. No Way Jose in a uh, Dusty Rhodes tag team classic versus the Authors of Pain. Okay. Now, I, I kind of tweeted about this because Rich Swan, and I like Rich Swan. I think the man is really good. He's very good talent. He's entertaining, all this stuff. I feel like the guy's on every show. Every time I turn around, I see Rich Swan. Good for him, for the exposure, really. But it's just like, it's like nonstop Jones. It's like every time, and, I, and he's dancing. And Rich Swan is, stop, stop. It's not Rich's fault. It's because Vince probably likes the, the entertainment of the dancing. And that's what they do. When they like something, they, they jam it down your throat, and then you get to the point where you don't like it anymore, New Day. And it gets to the point where it's just too much. That's what they do. That's what they do. And 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 then now Rich Swan's dancing, and then here comes No Way Jose. He's dancing. Too much dancing in a serious match. You got the Authors of Pain, who you're building as these giant killers, which they are. And you got No Way Jose shaking his ass, running around dancing. Take it serious, dude. Whoever the agent is, tell him that you got to chill with the dancing. Just my opinion. Might be wrong, might be right, just the way I see it as a guy who's had a couple of matches. I also feel that in this tag team match, the heat should have been on Jose, not on Rich Swan. Okay, better uh, for a fast, a hot tag to Rich Swan, Agent Jones. Seriously, you put the heat on, on Rich, I'm sorry, on uh, no, way, uh, no Way Jose, even though he's a big guy. The authors of pain are big enough to make anybody sell. So make him sell, make him sell, make him sell, and then make the hot take to Rich Swan. It would have been more exuberant, you know, high energy. Not that Jose's uh, comeback was bad. His hot tag wasn't bad. Authors of pain won the match, which I think the right cats won the match, in my view. So now the authors of pain will face uh, Gargano and Champa in the semifinals, right? So, uh, but I, you know what? That, that's my, my, not breakdown, but that's my thoughts on the match. I just thought that the heat should have been on the other, other baby face, on Jose, and hot tag to Rich Swan. I also think they got to cut back on the dance when you're in there with two cats that you're trying to build as the new road warriors, which is an ambitious task. We've seen this before in the business. Good luck with that. Those guys were the best ever. So once you put Paul Ellering with them, it kind of makes it tough for those kids. By the way, Cap, thanks for sabotaging the show last week. I think you know where I'm going with this. I don't. Oh, you don't, huh? No. Oh, yeah, why don't you think about it? How about that, pal? Why don't you take some time? And you think about that. Yeah, we got time. We got to think about it. I'll give you a hint. All this is pain. You GTS something. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, I don't oh, think. Oh, yeah. I don't think that. Uh, I'm not sure that tweet was correct. 
Okay, well, people don't know what you're talking about, so I'll tell them. The language. The language is supposed right? to be Albanian. Is, is that's that, what. That's what I thought it was. Is that Someone the actual said, language, Albanian? I still no, don't not know that for they, sure. Is that a, stop it. I know one of them is Albanian. Okay, that's a nationality. I'm, I'm bad yeah, with this. But there's a the, Albania has their own language. Albania. Yeah. So people were saying that's what he was speaking. That's what I thought. Someone had said that he was speaking Hindu, which. No, come on. I know Hindu. I'm not. No. It so, didn't sound like it. You said that he was speaking what? Albanian. That's what you said? Yeah. No, no. Somebody said, no, you didn't Someone say Someone tweeted it. saying that he was speaking. Somebody else Hindu. tweeted something else. What the hell was I it? I said, I think it's Albanian. I don't know for sure. Somebody tweeted he was speaking something else. Yeah, they said that it was a. Uh... Hindu. No, not Hindu. It was something else. Something more believable. Um, I can't remember uh, who it was. Or I say Hindi, right? I think that's no, what I remember. Not, that the, was. That's uh, what I remember the tech, the uh, tweet saying. No, it was something else. I, I I don't think they weren't speaking Hindi. They were speaking no. something else. You, you know what, dude, dude? You're messing up everything. I mean, you mess up the whole show. <laughs> you just brought this up. <laughs> Samuel Cap. Samuel Kelly's right. He said pig Latin. You might be right about that. <laughs> that's funny though. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so anyway. <laughs> That's the. I just read Crooked Don Smith said, Cap is leaving, making things up. Said one was speaking Klingon. <laughs> burying the show here. That's what you're doing. Oh, I know. No, but I on. did say, I said, I think it might be Albanian. I don't know for sure, though. Yeah, but there was some. I just can't recall the tweet and who tweeted it. It wasn't Hindu. It was another language that I think yeah. these guys were speaking. I'm not sure if I was tagged on that one then. No, you probably weren't. Can you find out? Maybe do another GTS take two? <laughs> I mean, maybe you can check it out. I'm done with the tablets. Well, you just don't feel like it, probably. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, back to uh, Captain will get on that. Back to uh, so Rich Juan Jose uh, against Walter Payne. Walter Payne won the match, and they um, and they should. Those are the right guys to advance. Then we saw TJ Perkins and Habushi versus Sanity. Now, um, I, I like this match, too. Okay. I, I think they made a little mistake here and there. This match. I believe was at the, in San Jose also. This wasn't... They were going back and forth from the venues. Like, the first match was in San Jose, then the second one was at Full Sail, then the Swan Jose, Authors of Pain match was in San Jose, I believe. TJ Perkins... I uh, believe Perkins and Ibushi and Sanity Ibushi, was at Full Sail. Ibushi, right. Um, I believe it was in Full Sail. I don't, I don't think it was, dude. I, I think I'm, it was in San Diego? I can't remember. San Jose, All I know is, no matter where it was, EY, Eric Young, should have been on color commentary. That's you can't just bury him in. There. I know that's his group, Sanity, okay. But you, you you gotta you gotta have him on color commentary. You gotta have him on color commentary to get over what the hell Sanity is. He's the leader. He can talk. Let's hear him. Let's get him on there. He's not in the match. It was the other two kids, uh, Fulton. Uh, Fulton and uh, Wolf, right? They're both really good. Uh, this I said there was two shockers. This is the other shocker for me. The first shock was that Shane Thorne beat Roddy Strong in that singles match. That should have been a tag match, but Aries was hurt. And they, sh- they you know. They- and that uh, the Sanity group beat, you know, TJP and Ibushi. That surprised me. You got to get Sanity over. You got to somehow, some way, wherever the friggin' sh- match was. I can't remember now, so I was going back full to the World Series. Okay, it should have been where he, Eric Young, was on commentary. I'm telling you. Where the hell was that match? 
Did you find out about the language? What are you doing? I'm still looking. Oh, now we're going to get nasty. Now we're going to get confrontational. I see what's going on here. That's nice. That's nice. I hate everyone. That's nice. Hi, Road Jones. So, so far, everything I found regarding the Authors of Pain uh, segment, whoever's writing these articles doesn't know either what language it was. Tremendous. Well, all I'm saying is I did like... NXT. I like to feel that there was some of the shows were in, the matches were in San Jose. Like I said at the top, if you missed it, I don't like the fact that they went back to back Jones in a tag team tournament as prestigious as this Dusty Rhodes Classic, and they didn't give you tag team matches. They went one on one match in a tag tournament with Roddy Strong because of the injury to Austin Aries, and then they went right back next segment Revival versus Gargano and Champa. And Revival had a quote-unquote forfeit due to some gimmick knee injury. I don't think the guy's really hurt, right? He's not. He don't have a legitimate I don't think injury. So, no, I haven't read anything about it. Because they're the tag team champs. They don't yeah. want to friggin' take the. They don't want to beat these guys. Then don't put them in the damn tournament. Don't use them as 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 clickbait. You know, that's what they are. You're telling us Revival over. They, they go. They go in there. They go against Amos and Alexander. Round one. They beat them. Now we got Revival. They just beat Amos and Alexander. They're gonna face Gargano and Champa now. Oh. Really? Swerve. The guy's really not hurt. Don't look like a jabroni out here. Won't be the first time, though. Happens all the time. As far as I know, nothing's been reported. Chris Taylor on Facebook Live. Poor captain. The pressure's on. Good point. <laughs> what pressure? I don't know. He's right, though. Okay, Michael Davis says on Facebook Live, the match was in full sale for TJP Abushi Sanity. Okay, so you were right about yeah, that. Yeah, I think they went back and okay. forth, which I don't okay. get. I don't I, yeah, so that makes it even more than uh, you gotta have freaking EY, Eric Young on color commentary with Corey Graves and uh, Gimmick Phillips. You gotta. You gotta get over sanity. Get him over. What are we doing? Put the guy on color commentary. It's a layup. EY can talk. Let him get out there and do his thing. Let the crazy girl run behind him. She's going nuts, whatever. Come on, this is like booking 101. Samuel Kelly on Facebook Live says Punjabi is the language. I, think. I just pulled that up. Razor is Albanian and Akam is Punjabi. Thank you, Samuel Kelly. Would you like to produce the Taz show? There is an open spot. Oh, look at you. You can't <laughs> wait to run out. Some people are trying to fill that spot, though. Gotta be careful. He's large. Timber! He's large, too. <laughs> a couple of big cats trying to battle it out. So, anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I I liked NXT last night. I did. I just, you know, I I, I, I just don't like they did the back-to-back swerve on the tag team matches in in the beginning. Spread that out a little bit. I know you, you got in this situation where Austin Aries is hurt. I really, truly thought, and I know I said it out here, that Aries and Strong would go all the way and win the whole friggin' tournament. That obviously had a change, audible time. Got an injury, eye socket smashed. Oh, can't do it. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. No. I'm done with the tablets. So now you got to make a change. So you go TM61, TM61, whatever way they want to call them, against Sanity. So here's my prediction on what's going to happen here. I do think that um, 
TM61 versus Sanity, Authors of Pain versus uh, Gargano and Champa. Champa. Um, I'm starting to really think and feel I have to think about this more. How about that? <laughs> so, uh, no, I got I to put more thought into it. I, I don't want to make predictions, right? It's too early. When's the finals? Not next week. The, the finals at TakeOver. At TakeOver. So I, I think the time. semifinals are next week. Why though? am I going to do that now? I'm not going to give my, my predictions now. People wait. They clamor for my predictions. Oh, my God. I forgot there's people on the phone. <laughs> crap. I've been sitting here yapping. Hey, Ra, in North Carolina. You're on a Taz show, big guy. Right today, Taz. What's up, big man? Good moment, Captain. Good moment. Long time no here, big guy. How you been? Yeah, I just been listening to the audio on the band show. Just want to put you over with the Jones gimmick and the moment gimmick, man. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. I know you've been a long time fan of the show, and and you always uh, give me respect to the show, brother. So I appreciate that. Uh, what's going on? Yes, something else you want to talk about? Are you good? Yeah, I also want to put you over on that Mar Ronaldo stuff. I, I think he's my favorite like announcer, but I do get what you mean about the grins, like the <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, it's too much. It almost made me think. It almost made me think of like your like impersonating like one of Captain's favorite bands, Masuga, or something like that. <laughs> Sugar, <laughs> the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets a little crazy. He's very good though. He's a prep nut, like most great play-by-play guys. Guys are. Michael Cole's a prep nut. Mike Tenay's a prep nut. Josh, a prep nut. Jim Ross, obviously a prep nut. These guys, it's very, very important to be prepared. And Morrow's the same exact way, So, uh, which leads to why they're successful people. You know what I mean? Yes. Prep, prep, uh, prep, prep Jones right there. Puff, puff, give me a flip flip. Yes. Uh, what else you got, bro? Yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on um, this, this uh, little faction that's named uh, Los Ingunables de Ho Japan. Oh, you got to clue me in on this, brother. I know you always come in with the hardcore Japan stuff. What you talking about, Cap? <laughs> Are they in AAA uh, as well AAA? or now? As well, because no, I know I'm... they. I know they're involved with New Japan. Yes, it's a uh, Tetsuya Naito's uh, group. Oh, I, okay. I want to get your thoughts on uh, Tetsuya Naito himself. I'm just wondering. I don't. I know you don't talk about other wrestling other than like TNA and WWE and stuff like that, but. I just, you know, from oh, what that's not true, though, right? Because I have, I do a lot of independent wrestling talk. I have segments with independent wrestling. It's hard to talk mm-hmm. about New Japan. A lot of my fans, my audience, they mostly want to hear about wrestling in the States, mostly WWE stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And and uh, Ring of Honor at times, as you know, we've covered. Lucha Underground, we cover a lot. I know you're a big fan of the show, but I think it's unfair to say that I just talk about Ring of, uh, WWE and uh, TNA. I apologize. That's no, okay. I, 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 I meant mostly. Mostly, yeah, because like I said, that's most people are fans of it. I know you're a fan of New Japan wrestling, you know, and that's cool. You're a fan of Japanese strong style. I respect. I'm a fan of it too, but I don't. I I, I also got to try and give my audience what they want, you know, so people listen and watch the show. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. So Absolutely. That's the deal. That's all. But it's all good. I mean, I, I I'm a fan. I worked for New Japan years ago. I, I I'm a fan of everything they do. Uh, I don't watch them as much as I used to. So I need to watch them more. But you know, I also got you know. I got a life sometimes. How much wrestling am I going to watch? Jeez, it's a little crazy. Thank you for calling, Rod. I appreciate it. I got ready to wrap the show up. I'm going to run a little late here, unfortunately. Uh, Keith uh, in Kentucky, you are on uh, the Taz Show. What's up, bud? Taz, how's it going? Good, buddy. What's going on? Oh, I just uh, I was wanted to ask you about, uh, you know, you use Jobber a lot, and sometimes people call and will say, something about a jobber and you get kind of upset so yes. i was just kind of hmm. wanting to get the the clarification on okay 
the you know the use the of usage. it. Yeah, yeah, because you know you'll say it, and then I know somebody's called and they're being kind of silly and say somebody's jobber or something like that, and you get kind of hot about it. That's right. I do get hot. And, and I'll answer it for you, brother. Here's the thing. Okay, I feel like, and I've talked about this in the past. I'll just say it again here. So I feel like if you, not you in particular, but if a, if a fan, someone who's never been a pro wrestler, uh, who's never taken bumps and, and been on the road and made money, lost money, sacrificed, sweats, all that's all those cliches and sacrifice and all that jazz. If you've never done any of that, I don't feel you have any right in the world to call anybody a jobber. That's number one. I, I find it disrespectful. Uh, where wrestlers, we don't call each other jobber unless in a joking form. Hey, what's up, jobber? Stuff like that is different. And and I, that's where I get ticked off if fans use it in more of a serious term, if they're referencing, well, you know, Rusev wrestled Roman Reigns and he was the, the jobber or he jobbed to Roman Reigns. That's the worst thing you could tell someone who is a wrestler or from the business and respects the business. Of course, it's like, where do you get off saying that? You know, it's just like it's maybe it's old school in me. Maybe the new school wrestlers aren't like that, but this is how I am. Um, now, I use the term a lot on the show, just like joking around. Uh, now, if a fan calls, let's say you call the show, hey, Captain, your job, what are you leaving? That's different. That's It's not like, you know, it, 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 that's different. You're not using it in a wrestling term. You know what I mean? But if you called right. me a jobber, seriously or joking, that's a problem. Big problem. So, joking. All right. Are we good well, now? Are we good? Yeah, I just wanted to throw my hat in the ring. I, I'll, I'll offer, with no experience whatsoever, I'll be your new producer. Oh, really? <laughs> Interesting. All right, Keith, we're going to have to work on this. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Keith. I appreciate it. Uh, he's already got a better disposition than you, so... Uh... Let's give him Seth's phone number. Want to give him Seth's phone number? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to get wrapped to show up. We're already running late. Fifth quarter city here. You know, it's free, free lunch, Jones. Yep. Give all the jobbers, there it is, their free lunch. <laughs> give them their free lunch. Just don't compare them to HBK. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Kelly Norris said, throw my... Throw my hat in the ring, Jones. <laughs> Let me read a couple of these before I wrap up. I'm very busy. I got buy a hat. I got a lot of stuff going on today. Let me see what we got in here. Uh, well, the Alan Bryant III says the phrase is enhancement talent. Exactly. When you're speaking of a wrestler that's doing the honors, uh, that does the honors a lot like that, that's fine. It's just very. Again, I don't know if other wrestlers are like that, but I mean, I know a lot of guys from my generation are. Um. Matthew Sterling says, Jobber is supposed to mean an unknown wrestler who makes the established wrestler look good. You should have put a question mark at the end of that, sir. Uh, That's not true, Matt. I mean, you're halfway right. You're not full right. Stay off the internet, sir. I mean, you got to... No, I mean, like, inside baseball terms on the internet are a little bit annoying. Uh, uh, Tamina... Tamat? I always say her name wrong. Tamia. Tamia Wu. She's a big fan of the show. She says, Taz, when is your next appearance uh, at WrestleCon? Oh, I, I don't know. Never? Uh, you know, you got to come up with the money. I charge a lot of money. I'm talking about like 70000 80000 And you demand it in a wheelbarrow, oh, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted a wheelbarrow, and I want maple syrup on it. <laughs> No, I, 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 you know what? Here's the thing with appearances, guys. I'm giving you a little fifth quarter city here. here. Here's the thing with appearances with Taz. I, I don't do them. I, I, very rarely I do, once in a while. But I'm busy. No Every, stop and chat either? I hate the stop and chat. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. I'm out here every day. I'm grinding, bitches. I'm working every day. 
Okay, I, I, on the weekend is a lot, a lot of times when these appearances are. The weekend is Taz downtime. Taz needs a break. <laughs> oh, man, the Facebook froze, dude. <laughs> Facebook's, there's a problem. But um, I need downtime. I'm like anybody else who works a full-time job. I work a full-time job. So I can't, you know, I'm not going to be able to go do appearances. Uh, if I go, it's like it's got to be something that's a perfect storm for me to go do an appearance. I, You know, I, I just don't. I just need a break. I need to chill. And uh, it's nothing against the fans. I just, you know, a lot of these guys do appearances. They're not working full-time jobs. Or they're, they're, you know, this is how they're making their living. And that's cool. They need to do it. And I think that's awesome. They should. And go see these guys at these appearances. Go support them. Tom Roberts goes, there goes the WrestleCon Hall of Fame. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I think the internet went down for me. I am not ending this show until I can get back online. I am not ending this show. I'm just telling you that right now. Wi-Fi issues? Yeah, but, oh, oh, now we're good. Okay, I see what's going on here. Oh, I see what the story is now. Okay. So, yeah, I had a little foo plop. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not, not nothing against the people who run the appearances at all. It's nothing like that. I mean, I, I get off it a lot. I get, you know, arguably uh, at least once or twice a month about doing an appearance down the road. I just, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm always, I'm, I'm working every day. So, that's the thing. Like people compare, like, well, you you're not in WWE or TNA no more, or Ring of Honor. You're not working for them or whatever. So hey, maybe you should do an appearance. I mean that. And then people are asking in a nice way. They want to come out and meet me, and I want to meet people too. But I need a break. I come out here and I talk mostly wrestling for ten hours a week. It's a lot. You know what I mean? So then I need a little break. Recharge the battery, Jones. You know, I, that that's the thing. Darren Fella says, Captain, last day tomorrow. No, next week is last day. Next the Friday. The 11th. The 11th. Yeah, 11th. Maybe before that. <laughs> You'll see, I might just fire him. So, you know, that's the deal. So, um, so that's, the, that's the situation. I'm done now. Okay, I want to end the show. Uh, Jesse Perez says you need a month vacation. Yeah, that's the summer. I do that in the summer. You see, right? in the summer there was a few vacations. Just spread them out. It was a month. Just spread out. <laughs> All right. Look, I hope uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I really appreciate you guys. I bust balls a lot. I, I make fun of people and I tease the callers and the Facebook people. Let's be honest. Without me, there's none of this. I mean, I mean that in the humblest way I can. No, I'm kidding. Without you guys, I got nothing. So I'm busting chops. I'm just teasing. I appreciate all the love. Hope you guys liked my talk about the NXT and the World Series. The podcast version of the show, also really known, the audio on demand, will drop shortly. And the VOD, video on demand, will drop around 1 p.m. Eastern. For everybody here at the Taz Show, we'll be at you tomorrow with our special guest, Christy Hemi. Against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts, and when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cuz we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball this all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina.
Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go.